Hey, this is John Lee Dumas, the founder and host of EO Fire, and you're listening to It's All an Act podcast with Jazz, Tom, Lucy, and Anna, helping to uncover the world of amateur theater and sometimes saying words backwards. You must be prepared to ignite. Uh, at podcast it's all an act podcast hello hello welcome to it's all an act podcast i am your host jazz wilson and i am here with the great team who have got the giggles today lucy tom and anna <laughs> oh my. why have we got the giggles uh, why have we got the giggles it might have, have something no to do with our guest and the prop that was brought along <laughs> so, our guest today is the one, the only, the wonderful Carol Joyce. Cockadoodle doo. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Carol. How are you? I. This is a big mistake. Really oh, long 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 amazing. Thank you for asking. Good. So, <laughs> Carol, can you uh, tell everyone listening why we've got the giggles? I thought it would be really funny to do the podcast with a little bit of extra facial hair. <laughs> so we're wearing moustaches, eyebrows or beards <laughs> this evening. I think just generally having Carol here is just quite funny. And what a lovely... <laughs> Lovely addition it is too. I, this is a bad lovely idea. Lucy's uh, blonde chin strap beard. Is, uh, it's like she's always well, had it. I've, yeah. got, I've got the real moustache on top. Same so, here. Um, That's why I've gone for a mono a mono brow ah. in ginger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that looked nice. Oh my, Carol, Jake's brother. <laughs> yeah. yes. There was so much wrong with that sentence. <laughs> okay, Carl, let's get to asking you some questions. Thank you. Tom, over to you. Lovely. So we <laughs> asked you some questions, Carol, and you <laughs> she answered seriously. Um, what? That's so the first right. the I'm first gonna be really serious. Okay. The first question we asked you, Carol, was what is the favourite part you've played? And you said Carrie Pipperidge in Carousel. I did. I love it. It was with the New Operatic Society, which then of course, as we know, turned into M and M Entity. M&M's and um and I was very young and it was it was just a brilliant show very old-fashioned your classic Mm. show and I was playing Carrie Pipperidge which is a completely different to my normal personality because she's very girly and I was told when I was rehearsing that I looked like a farmer (laughs) walking through his fields at one point which I had to do a little bit of work on I can see it's paid off. <laughs> you see before you the true feminine result <laughs> of that show. Lovely. Yes. Oh. Second question we asked you was when did you start performing? You said that you started uh, in, in primary school. <laughs> and you played three parts in Charlie three parts <laughs> <laughs> Mrs Bucket it just gets better and better Mrs Bucket 
Augustus Gloom. <laughs> <laughs> and king of the Oompa Loompas. No, I just oh think that's a bit God. typecast, if you ask me. <laughs> I need to just set the record straight. <laughs> See, Augustus Gloop was cast to a rather chubby rotund. <laughs> I was quite slim back then. Anyway, he was ill. I said, Do you know what? Look no further. I'll step up. <laughs> I know his lines. <laughs> So I did his part with a cushion stuffed up my top. And then the king of the Oompa Loompas, could you imagine, also fell ill. <laughs> no you way. Did. I said, don't worry. Were you poisoning I've got them? it. Yeah. Sounds... I was killing them off. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to do like a one one real life. And then Charlie and Willy Wonka also. It was like yeah. the real life Charlie oh and the Chocolate Factory. God. They actually all did die. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. King of the Oompa Loompas. I didn't well, know that was king. part. Well, in our show... Now, of course, you've got to imagine, picture if you will, <laughs> primary school, lots of little children. I was an older child, so I was the leader, if you like. Everyone gets a so part. So I had all these horrible little children with me. <laughs> I was say, cottage! You know, tell them what to do. The, the boss. All weird. And the And the, the, the costume was the school's rugby kit and a green bobble hat. <laughs> oh. and, and the rugby kit was? Blue colours? striped. Nice. We look fabulous. Mm. Yeah. Bananas in pyjamas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Uh, next question we asked you was, why do you perform? And you said that you like being someone else. I do. Um, <laughs> do you know what? It's tiring being me. It's exhausting. She says fanning herself. I'm, I'm boiling now. <laughs> and also that you uh, you like being with others who enjoy the same thing. Do you know, I do. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, no, it's nice though, isn't it? Sad we can actually... Only some of them though, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only a section. No, you know when you can spend a whole week with people that are enjoying it as much yeah. as you are that's nice isn't it yeah yeah definitely mm, that's really nice um and also everyone's doing it voluntarily in amdram so you know the proof, amount of people that say to me are you being paid and when you say yeah, no, I, they're know, like, I know why are you doing why it, you do it? <laughs> <laughs> i enjoy it Silly. Well, that's the difference between amateur and professional. Absolutely. Thank you, Jack. Yeah. Amateurs don't Profes- get paid. Professionals hate professionals it. Professionals get paid. Oh, right. I thought you meant enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> professionals hate it. Amateurs love it. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I always I get asked the same thing quite a lot as well by people that don't know much. It's funny. About so I never get asked if I get paid. Do you think that's um, telling me something? I think they just assume yep. sometimes. I don't. I haven't been because asked by anyone that's watched. Productions. I don't know about you, but I, I've asked by people when I've said like, "Oh, I'm in a show." And That's like, oh, very true. They it. haven't actually been to see the yeah. show, so they. I don't think they know what an amateur show is. Sometimes they've perhaps never yeah, seen. Yeah, I don't think show. I would have really known what Amdram is before I joined. But it's like saying to like, like, oh, somebody oh, that goes and plays a round of golf, "Are you getting paid for that?" Mm. Yeah. You no, know, they're not. not. No, it's just a hobby. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Although this hobby takes about six months. You know that lovely months. meal you went out and ate and then went to the cinema? Did you get paid for doing that? that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, you could be a professional point, food eater. <laughs> <laughs> at cinema Anyway. Jesus, I wish I could be a professional. Well, you were King of the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> he eats chocolate. I Is that not what. enough for you, Cal? No. You're not oh. satisfied? No. <laughs> uh, next question we asked you was, what's your big ambition in life? And you said, not sure, think I may have missed the boat on that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, isn't that awful? Because obviously my, my big ambition in life was to be a musical theatre star. Which you have achieved. Well... 
Not really. <laughs> Can you no, get paid I don't it. think it's going to happen now, so I just have to be satisfied with my lot. Never say never. I saw a video the other day of a 95-year-old guy who uh, decided he wanted to take up running and like took place in like an old old people's olympics <laughs> that's, see, sounds that's, hilarious that's, but it's really heartwarming there's hope for me yet yeah, yeah exactly when you know at least 10 years <laughs> did they call it oap yeah, olympics no. because they've missed they've missed a trick there <laughs> oh, it sounds hilarious it's actually pretty heartwarming but uh <laughs> can't, can't do it justice just talking about it um anyway not sold it well don't but, but i wasn't really trying to <laughs> I'm not being paid for it. So. <laughs> Hashtag. Why would I want to sell it? Um, then we ask you what, what other hobbies you've got, and you said you don't really have any, but you like going, <laughs> but you like going to the gym. Do you know? Isn't that awful when someone says, "And what do you do other than that?" You're like, watch not the te- watch the telly. To be honest, there's not much time if you do. I it, work though. very hard. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, I can't do it all, Tom, can I? I'm no, a mother of, of two. Yeah. Amdran takes up a lot of time. I've got a guinea pig. Three. Have you met any famous people? Uh, Where do I start? In brackets, all briefly. Here we go. There's a long list. I know. Do you, shall I, well, I'll, I'll read out the list. And go if on. If any pick your fancy, you can tell us about them. Uh, okay. So, Carol has met, believe it or not, French and Saunders. Um, Amelda Staunton, Michael Ball, and Matt Henry, who was um, Lola in Kinky Boots. And yeah, Isn't that, that, amazing? That, that was your list, so but cool. I don't know if sometimes well, people forget. My favourite, my favourite one was French and Saunders because I went to see them live. I remember with, you telling me about this. With my best friend, yeah. I remember you telling me this. And it was, oh, it was amazing. The whole thing was amazing. And we'd heard that Dawn French comes out into the audience and takes chocolate from people's bags. So I laden myself up <laughs> with chocolate, hoping, yeah. you know, Being only king hoping. of the Oompa Talk about that. And that's quite weird, stalkery type of behaviour, isn't it? Anyway, at the end of the show, all this queue was formed. We thought, should we go backstage? Should we go to the stage door? Massive queue. And we were like, oh, my God. Anyway, we queued and we were right at the end of the queue. It's chucking it down with rain. And lo and behold, there they were. Waiting. They were waiting for everyone in the queue. And they were just standing there waiting to sign autographs and stuff. And we walked in and me and my friend were like completely dumbstruck because they're our idols. And um, Dawn French said to me, who shall, I, who shall I sign it to? Who shall I make the signature to? And I said, oh, Dawn. Don't you recognise me? <laughs> she said, oh, you know, I said, it's Cindy Crawford. She went, oh, my God. I bet you've never heard of Cindy Crawford, you lot, have yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she said, I knew I knew the face. I knew it. And she said, isn't it annoying when you, you know, you get those body doubles for various things? I said, Dawn, I don't get a body double. <laughs> I don't need one. So that was my favourite little famous that story. That is amazing. Yeah. See, if I met someone famous like that that I really loved, I think I'd just be like... Uh, uh, well, my friend, uh, who I was with... It's Lucy. Flavor was like not, this. I would not even think to say something funny. It just came to me in a flash, just Lucy. a comedian. It just came it de- to me It depends in a flash. who it is as well. Some people, some celebs make you feel quite comfortable. Others are just like, yeah, who can I sign this to? You know, even when we on. went to Disneyland and we saw like the princesses <laughs> oh and the characters, I was just like, he's here to sign my autograph. Oh my God. I'm I sure. I didn't know what to say. To be I'm fair, sure. if you can't think of something to say to Mickey Mouse, then it's hopeless. <laughs> Speechless. It is quite weird though, it's isn't it? Like Disneyland. Yeah. When you see them, you're like, oh, yeah. Do you think that's really them? I, 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 it I think, is. Of course, it is. But I, I think you're. I think you're speechless in those situations because it's 
just a bit awkward when you're older. Like it's like yeah, I want true. I want your autograph and all the oh, picture. Oh, that's a very good. Is a bit so I, I can relate actually because I've met Mickey Mouse. You've met Dawn French. Exactly. Same thing. It is the same thing. <laughs> I'm sure that Dawn French would love being compared to Mickey Mouse. I would. Oh, funny. <laughs> Uh, the um, last question we asked you was do you have any pre-show rituals and you said that you used to be very superstitious before a show but not anymore what happened oh lovey I must have lost my mojo (laughs) no before when I was younger me and my friend I keep saying her Flavia her full name Flavia Aberdingdong Avagafna Rafty Rafferty Willoughby Horse (laughs) Um, that's her full pedigree name (laughs) I'm going to make her listen to this if she doesn't. Um, that's her full pedigree name. She, we used to think that. we had to do the same thing. If we did something and the show went well, we did the same thing every night. So we're like, oh, my God, at four o'clock I had a cup of tea. I would have a cup of tea. You and it was psycho. really, I'm not joking, didn't even wash my tights. Oh my uh, I know. I know. I wouldn't have wanted to smell the gusset well, of them at the end of the week. That's what I'm saying. Lemon fresh is all I can say. I'm glad this is audio only. (laughs) But as I've got older, I've realised it doesn't make a blind bit of difference. It really doesn't make a blind bit of difference to how it goes. So I don't do it. In fact, I purposely don't do the same things. So I am doing a ritual, really, because I purposely don't do the same things. A ritual by not doing it. Yeah, yeah. it's developed over time. I like Mm. that. Cool. Lovely. (laughs) So, Carol, I've got a couple of questions you haven't been pre-asked. Oh. To see how you answer. You she probably knows them. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Being an avid listener. I am. You already know them. Yeah. So, Carol, <laughs> if you could play any part in any show, what would it be? I'd like to play Mama Rose in Gypsy, please. Please, anyone who's Tonight, listening. Tonight, Matthew. Please, please. I want to be I, I knew you were going to say that because you always... Talk about it. And it's the only one that's left, is... love, that suits my age. <laughs> Everything uh, else has passed me by. I think... Uh, or you've done it. I think if anyone's seen Mamma Mia, Julie Walters' character... Oh. Yes! 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 Good. Actually, that's true. You'd be amazing. I'd let's love that. You would be Mama perfect Mia, Gypsies, I'd like to do Yeah, that. let's do it. Let's just do Can't it. Can't get rights no. for it. We could do it in Carol's lounge. Just, just... Yeah, your yeah, lounge. Do it in my lounge. Let's do it. space... <laughs> Size. It's even got a bit of a wing where you've had your extension. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can get quick changes we behind the curtains up, couldn't we? Yeah. Along that middle bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, it's gonna be so sad. much scope. In a pulley system. <laughs> you know, over the mark. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> Anyone listening to this is gonna be like. <laughs> I don't know who who or where this house is. <laughs> but it sounds amazing. But it sounds awesome. Yes. So, Carol. Yes. If your life was a musical, what yes. would it be called? I can tell you this. <laughs> oh, no. Because it's what my autobiography is going to be called. Oh, okay. Susan Boyle Stole My Life. <laughs> I tell you for why. <laughs> Susan Boyle auditioned for Britain's Got Talent the mm. same year that I auditioned for Britain's Got Talent. What? I didn't know you did that. I did. What, what did you do? I sing? did. I sang. And I knew, I kind of knew, I was 38, I kind of knew that I wasn't going to get anywhere. I did it because I just thought, why not? <laughs> anyway, my friend said to me, do you know what you ought to do, Carol? 
when you go in, go with a little bit of a false beard because they like the weirdos, don't they? <laughs> and I said, I don't know if I want to be famous for being <laughs> a lady with the beard. <laughs> so, so I hey, didn't. And on. then hang on, Susan Boyle, monobrow. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that, Susan? <laughs> Is that why you're now sat here with yeah. a monogram? That's why I've, I'm doing this, actually, yeah. This is my... In, in I'm doing to. it in ginger as a sort of a non-tribute to Susan Boyle. Just to spite her. <laughs> Just to spite her. There is actually her. a famous lady with a beard, though, is there not? Who was on, like, the Eurovision one year. Yeah. yeah. That was a man. That was Brigitte a man. Rose. It was a man with a beard. I was going to say, that could have been Although you. Although I did see that lady yeah. with a beard today whilst <laughs> I was in the gym. <laughs> True. However, wow. Susan Boyle messed up Big Style on Twitter with a hashtag, didn't she? I don't know where, I what's happened this. to Susan. Yeah. Oh, Susan yeah. album party. And what? because of it all being Susan one word, Albert. it looks like something else, yes, which yes, I won't say. I, <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that now. Yeah. So, At yeah. least but you know, I don't have anything really against Susan Boyle. Yes, you do. Come well, back to bite in the bum, really, didn't it? But she, yeah, she stole what should have rightfully been mine. Yeah. <laughs> I well, can agree to that. A fake beard. I would rather see you than Susan Boyle. <laughs> Thank you, my darling. There we go. Oh. She did steal. You, you should do like a comedy act, if anything. <laughs> I like, have... Forget you singing. Do you know what, though? I've thought about it. Wouldn't that be awful when you strut out on stage and nobody laughs? I yeah, don't know how nobody would laugh. laugh at you. How dare you? In the nicest way possible. Yeah, just walking out. All Liz is saying is that you look funny. <laughs> I have a funny walk. I'll have a farmer's walk. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it with you. Yeah, we could both walk on as farmers. I'll Wait. wear this. You wear that. Yeah. We'll bring our facial hair. Yeah. We'll we'll do, we'll don the hair. Don the hair. Yeah. It'll all be. Flat. I love how they're having a serious conversation <laughs> about putting on production when Carol's got a ginger monobrow and Lucy's got a blonde. Chin strap. Nice little blonde beard. This is the start of something new. Yeah. <laughs> There's a song in there somewhere. <laughs> so, Carol, you haven't just come to uh, give us fake mustaches. I and, haven't. Uh, talk about your hatred for Susan Boyle. <laughs> oh my she God, I might, get, I might get proper hate left mail for that. Uh, you might. I wouldn't worry. <laughs> you might get some supporters. You might get. Uh, you like, never know. A cult. Susan following Boyle haters. I don't, I don't like her. Like <laughs> so, Carol or Susan Boyle. Both. Not, not my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> so, Carol, you've come to play our wonderful game. Yes, I. I the excitement <laughs> that I have for this game, I've been practising. So if I don't win it, okay. oh, I'm going to be gutted. But it's not it's just on. you. It is Tom, Tom versus Guest. <laughs> it is. Tom versus guests. Carol's got a game face on. Oh my God. Just Have like I? Anna when she's listening intently. Have I? That is true. Yeah. Okay. So let's play. Reversal rehearsal. Reversal rehearsal. Reversal rehearsal. Carol, would you like to know the rules for reversal rehearsal? I think I know them, but I'm sure you'll probably have to tell me through legal what's names. <laughs> okay, here's a refresher for you. Tom, take it away. So, a few rules for reverse rehearsal. I'll explain the game very briefly. Uh, Jazz has pre-recorded himself saying the name of a show. He has then reversed that clip. So, for example, Into the Woods reversed becomes... We then have to try and imitate what we've heard. 
Jazz will then reverse the clip of us speaking and hopefully it should sound like the original title of the show. So, for example, becomes Into the Woods. And there's two clips there from our pilot episode. We get three listens before we can attempt to repeat it. And that is a very brief outline of the game. Good luck. Wonderful. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> You're welcome. So, Carol, also our additional rule, as you probably already know, but just in case for any first time listeners out there, if you can guess the show in its reversed form, you shall get an extra point for your team. Oh, my the God. Guess team. The score currently stands at 12 to Tom and 11 to the guests. So this is the first time. (laughs) First time Tom's been in the lead since we started back in January. (laughs) Do you know what scares me a bit? What? Is that they do. They do. No, is that being young people. You know a lot more young shows than I do. You're more modern shows. I'm going for your sounds of music, your King and Eyes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Annie's. Our choice throughout (laughs) our shows have been quite eclectic. I. They have. They have. I know someone always goes, oh, hang on, I think that might be, hang on, American in Paris, is it? I don't know. And then he said one. He said he said one another one. I'd never even heard of. Like, oh, is he speaking Spanish? As Tom no, normally what shows, that would be. Yeah. she was listening to it into reverse form. Tom, that was what it was. I I just think of what shows are on in the West End, what shows I know are touring, what shows I've seen, what shows I've been. Don't in. you fact, listen to the actual selection. backward thing and think? Oh, I know what that. I I try to, but <laughs> I think, I, that, I think, I think of all those shows and then try and think like, what would that match with? But okay, Carol. So yes, we have had. Into the Woods, Aladdin, Waiting for Godot, Wicked, Phantom of the Opera, My Fair Lady, Little Shop of Horrors, An American in Paris, Half a Sixpence, Book of Mormon, The Lion King, Adam's Family, Me and My Girl, Hamilton, Rent, Sound of Music, Miss Saigon, and Singing in the Rain so far. Can't be then. No. Oh my and it won't be Les Mis. We had that in our pilot episode. Okay. That never got released. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. But if people would like it released, uh, I could edit it and release it. Give us a million pounds. Polish it up as a, <laughs> as a special. We'll see. Okay. So, Tom goes first. So it gives you an oh advantage God, so as the guest. <laughs> so, Tom, here comes your I'm first ready. listen. I shall. I hate these long ones. They're impossible. Okay, so it's quite quick and quite long. Tom, your second listen. Jeez, Louise. Tom, here's your third and final listen. Tom, I need your reversal rehearsal. Smirnoff. Is that with ice? Smirnoff. Would you like a Smirnoff? I want to see. I want to see Jazz attempt this one. (laughs) I struggled to say it forwards, backwards. Oh, that's a clue. It's a foreign show. Okay, it's not a foreign show. It's a well-known show. Carol, three lessons. Right. Your first listen. Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> Anna's like, that's what I thought. Because <laughs> you've said it now. Yeah. <laughs> See, I was I was completely in agreement with you until you said your clue about Yearth, and then I was like, oh, it can't be Charlie and Chuck to catch you in. It was. Yours was yeah, a rubbish was. clue. I'm never listening to you but ever again. Jazz also what? said Carol's probably seen it. Yeah, so. Carol, have you seen it? I have seen it. She has seen it. And she was also it. in it. Starring oh my roles. God, I was in it for crying <laughs> She had three roles in I te- it. I, ten- I, I, I tend that. not to listen to those clues, though, because. Carol I could have seen it could it. be any show because Carol could I've have seen, seen it. a lot because yeah. I've been around yeah. love <laughs> <laughs> my other guest was Josephine Technica or Dreamcoat that was what mm, I was okay. going to say Sorry. that was, that was what I thought it was okay so now you know what the show is let's have a listen and see what you sound like <laughs> so Tom backwards you sound like this it's going to sound the same backwards <laughs> And forwards, Tom, you sound like this. Funny lamster full faltry. 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 The first bit was all. <laughs> all in Swedish. Yeah, I couldn't understand any of it. Complete yeah. trouble. <laughs> I, I thought you were, <laughs> thought you were reading out an IKEA shopping list at first. Um, <laughs> so, Carol, Come backwards, Carol. you sounded like this. You're I've been chopping off. <laughs> okay, so we got a laugh in there halfway through. I think you should just so put an accent on it. See how that how that comes out. So, Carol, forwards, you sound like this. And I could hear a bit of Charlie. Charlie, and then you were like, Charlie Charlie and something fat free. Oh my God, fat free. Fat free yogurt. Fat free. Fat free chocolate. So, Tom's having meatballs at Ikea and Carol's gone for a healthy option. Yes, I have. see backwards. This could be awful. You sounded like this. I go fishing large. Um, forwards, you sounded like this. Charlie's, Charlie's, Charlie's. How pleased, how pleased they were with <laughs> Asher Charlie's <laughs> head. The Irish phone reveals were very good either. No, I, I know. Two I didn't say mine was good. And who guessed it? I'm quite chuffed with that. I thought it was just going to be gobbledygook. Yeah, so. that was quite good actually. Okay, so between Tom's. Funny Lamster Full Falchery. Funny Nerd Fat Free. Funny Nerd. That's my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> and Carol's Farninch and Devotion to Fat Free. It's just a close call. Oh, okay. It is so really, bad. <laughs> <laughs> it is really close, actually. Um, so, once more, Tom's Farninch and Devotion Fat Free. And Carol's Farninch and Devotion to Fat Free. So, the winner this week, drumroll please. 
Carol. Yay! Yay! Only because I had a bit of Charlie and uh, fat free. Fat, <laughs> fat, fat free. free. Yeah. Oh, so. if, if there wasn't a, it would have been chocolate <laughs> as well. <laughs> Well, if, if I'd have said what Jazz said backwards, then mine would have been <laughs> Charlie the Chocolate Factory, but it wasn't. <laughs> if I'd have guessed the right one, then I'd have got a point. <laughs> but you didn't. Can the I ask, where did your guess come from? <laughs> oh, I had a little scroll through. <laughs> I had no idea, and I thought, what would be the funniest one if I chose? That was funny. Yeah. Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Okay. Now, there's a show we could put on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Just us five. <laughs> it's going to be awkward. That. <laughs> living room. Yeah. Again, with the curtains with the that curtain. have not been put yeah. up yet. Yeah. Wonderful. They will be. <laughs> okay. So that was reversal rehearsal. Reversal rehearsal. So, Tom. Over to you for the West End section. Oh, yeah. Right, so the first one that I've got was uh, an article that some people might have seen on our Facebook profile during the, the week, uh, was that the guys who do... Uh, Pete, they, well, they did Peter Pan Goes Wrong last year, which was on BBC One, I think. Uh, it was it was on, like, one of the main five television channels, anyway, at Christmas. Um, they, they've, they're doing a Christmas Carol that goes wrong this year, which is being broadcast... Which is being broadcast out on, I think, BBC One again. Um, uh, yeah, I posted it during the week. They also uh, have got the pl- uh, comedy about a bank robbery that's on in uh, London at the minute. Um, so if people are looking for anything to watch at Christmas, we spoke about, obviously, um, Half Sixpence. and Get it booked in. Yeah, and stuff that it could potentially be. That's coming on. And I think they also announced that they're doing a tour as well. So, yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, with a yeah. new show. U- yeah. A UK tour, because they're also in... Broadway, which was directed by J.J. Abrams, who did Star Wars, Star Wars and, and Star Lost Trek and, and Lost. Yeah, yeah. Star so Wars. weird. Awesome. Um, they also usually go up to the Fringe. I don't know if they still go up there, but if, if you do want to see them, it's uh, probably a little bit cheaper to see them at the Fringe if you're up there. Obviously not paying for a ticket and stuff because it's a long way to go if you live down, down south like we do. Cool. And the second thing that I've got is that uh, the executive director and producer have been announced for Emma Rice's... Uh, children's company wise children it's called we spoke about this um a while ago a while ago yeah uh jazz sent this to me actually because he he saw it uh but basically two ladies called uh judith i think it's pronounced demont demont diamond d-i-m-a-n-t not really sure how to pronounce it uh and poppy keeling uh who are both taking on the role of executive director and producer and yeah, Judith D. Diamond, however you pronounce it, has been part of Complicite, uh, which is a, a theatre company for uh, about 25 years. Um, and Keely, the other lady, uh, I presume she's the producer and Judith is the director. Um, but Keely, it says that she worked uh, she worked for the company for 10 years as producer and director of the group's creative learning programme. Um I presume they're both the same company. So yeah, we 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 said we'd uh, try and well, we we always try and look into articles that we've done before if we can. So if you want to find out a little bit more and read through a bit more about what they've done and and where they've come from, then uh, it's on whatsonstage.com. We'll post a link to it on our social media. Really, um, indeed. Yeah, yeah. posted on the fourteenth of November if you need to find it as well. And that is all that I have this week. 
Cool. That's Actually, just free. something I wanted to talk about in this section was uh, ticket prices for Amdram shows. Oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Amdram compared to professional West End shows um, is very different. Should be very different. Um, sometimes the, the quality is as good, but sometimes the quality is not so good and the ticket prices are priced way too high. Um, just wanted your thoughts. I'd like to say something on of that. Of course. It's really difficult, isn't it? Because everywhere's really expensive to hire when you're putting on an amateur production. So you don't necessarily get the theatre saying, I'll tell you what, we'll give that to you on the cheap. So you do need, you know, it's expensive to put it on. But the trouble is, if you do it as a hobby, like we all do, yeah. so we all then want to support one another as well. So people are in lots of different groups. So you might end up going to see quite a few amateur productions, you know, over the course of a few months, yeah. when they're when they creep up, when they're over twenty pounds a ticket, and you can go and see a professional show for twenty three, mm -hmm. um, you're going to probably choose not to do it. If it's just the one show you're seeing, you've just you're going to see that show. And it's probably the only amateur show you see all year. You're not going to quibble. But when yeah. we do it as a hobby, and let's be fair, a lot of people that go and watch amateur shows are supporting because they also love doing it. Yeah. It just it's it's. It's, it's they're tricky. pricing people out of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's also not as much expense with an Amdram show as a professional show because you're not necessarily paying any of the cast. Sometimes I know there are um, exceptions, but so I don't understand why they should be as expensive mm. because even if you're using the same theatre, the same set, the same costume, whatever, there is not. There is one expense less. There's probably more than that. But, yeah, it just doesn't add up. Does You're right. It? There's there's so m many staff, isn't there, that work on a mm. professional production. The backstage staff will be probably, you know, tri triple it by three compared to we and all the people yeah. we have are volunteers. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, there's been times when I can't, I have had to cho choose not to go and see a show and then you're not supporting somebody that you'd probably like to support. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah it's mm. difficult. I um. I, I I agree. I think you should be. You you pay a bit more money for a professional show because it's a professional show. You pay less money because it's an Amdram show. It might still be like borderline professional standard. I've seen some Amdram shows that have just blown me away with how like professional they are. But it's still Amdram. It's still mm. Newbury Musical Theatre Society or or Nomads. You know they they're great, but they're they're still Amdram shows. But I I also get that a lot of the time the ticket pricing isn't out of choice it's out of necessity to keep the mm -hmm. society going because if you charge if you charge 20 pounds for a ticket for a show and you sell out every single night and you make a loss then there's there's a problem you you have to charge more and it's not the fault of the society going like we want to we want to charge people more it's more the yeah. fault of the venues but yeah it's difficult because yeah you were on about cheap west end shows we, we've seen wicked for i think 16 pounds or something yeah and there <clears throat> we saw kinky boots for the first time and that was on for 30 quid i think it was like 32 pounds i saw we will rock you for 10 pounds yeah there you go and mm. and we we were in a pretty good place for for 30 pound tickets and same for 16 pound for wicked and i've i've seen amdram shows that are say like 23 25 24 like around that area and i just think like if i'm traveling to get up there then i'm 
spending as much as I would be. Yeah, today. and what I think amateur people need to remember as well they're putting on a show that they've chosen mm. so we trot along to go and see our friends in shows that we might not necessarily want to actually go and see yeah, yeah mm. true it might not be a show that you'd choose to go and see if it was done professionally and whereas we can choose the professional shows we go and see so you don't want to I've spent money on shows and I've absolutely hated the show and it's not the production I just never liked the show but mm. I've gone along I think the minute you go over 20 pounds you're stopping people from buying more than two tickets. Well, this yeah. is the other thing. I think as a Amdram goer, if you like, when you're in a show, you're trying to get people to come and watch. And I don't feel that guilty about asking them to come and watch when the prices are £10, say. If they were over £20, I would, wouldn't feel like I could ask them to come and watch because, for example, my mum has two young children and then her husband, that's four tickets, yeah. and that's nearly 100 quid <clears throat> yeah. to see me... In a show that in they a might show not that they probably choose would, to yeah. go and see. If they wanted to go and watch a show, they would love to take them to London to have that experience. They don't want to necessarily pay to come and watch it in maybe not as nice a theatre or uh, with not as professional people in it. Or I, I'm not saying this is what every Amdran show is like, but quite a lot of the time it is. Do you think that's fair to say? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think if you want people to come and watch it, and you want them to keep coming to watch the shows, you can't You need them. Everybody loves a bargain. Mm. Okay, so I'll ask you this. What price, top-end price, would you be willing to pay for an Amdram production? It would depend if I knew someone in it or not. I irrelevant, irrelevant. Yeah, but that's not because I would, if I had a really good friend in the show, no matter what the price was, I'd try and go and see it. it a really, really good friend, not just like... Yeah, but if you were just to say you were away and you were in a town that you didn't know anyone and there was a show on that, like your favourite musical, I'd try. I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't want to pay more than £15. I'd try, oh, try and probably make it under a tenner because you yeah. can see some great things. Like we've, we always, whenever we go and see something that's not necessarily professional and it's not some, some someone we know doing it or someone we know in it we always pay like six pounds to go and see something we mm. never pay more than ten pounds to go and see something yeah, right. if it's not professional or we don't know anyone in it do we true having been on the side of having to decide on what ticket prices should be i always think like well how much would i pay before i go actually i don't want to see this 50 15 pound for me is for an amdam show is pushing it i think i yeah. think when we did Hollywood and we were told the ticket prices were 10 and 8 pounds that was easy to sell yeah that was yeah. so easy to sell yeah. because most people you're selling it to your friends for starters and they want to support you and actually 10 pounds they might only buy a couple that's not going to break the bank and True. then eight pounds for children, and that was an easy show. It's the minute it goes, you know, it goes over twelve pounds or whatever. People are like, oh, but mm, it gets thing I to think like about thirty quid is, for two. Yeah. And who goes by themselves, really? The, Not yeah. many people. The other thing I think about that is if you go to a, you go up to the the, the kiosk where they're selling tickets, and they go, that's ten pound. You pull out a ten pound note. Yeah. If you go up to a kiosk and they say that's eighteen pound fifty, you're like, oh, well, <sighs> don't, don't that's a whole change. Yeah, it's like yeah. A twenty pound. Yeah, yeah ten, ten pounds easy to hand over. Eight pound, you get some change. And the other thing is that people always forget is that you make money while you're in there on raffles. Well, not everywhere does raffles, but at Newbury a lot of the time does raffles. If you're depending on what venue you're in, you can make money off the bar yeah. um, programs, uh, like loads and loads of stuff like that. Yeah. Just just general donations <clears> and stuff like that. So, yeah, true. Cool, so. good. It's an interesting discussion. Um, mm. So yeah, maybe we'll uh, put a little poll out there and see what people think. Can I 
ask Carol one more question while we've got her. Go just, on then. A, just a quick one. Is it still facial hair? No. <laughs> oh, damn it. Well, it might be. You can oh. tell me. I want to know if you think Amdram has changed a lot from, so you did it when you were younger, you went yeah. away, you had children, and you've come back. Do you think it's changed? Yes. Good way, bad way, medium? Um, I would say good way. Okay. So when I when I was doing it years ago, Newbury Operatic Society, we we performed in the Corn Exchange. There were it wasn't that you didn't get professional companies coming in. So we would do, we would even do the the panto at Christmas. And so we sold out, always sold out. But you found that the people that were in it, mm, people didn't study drama like people do now, and people didn't get the chance to do all the studies that people do now. And I think actually the people that are coming into it now are much more talented Mm. there was some fantastic talent I'm not saying that about everybody but generally I would say that the talent that's in there and the fact that everybody's studied drama the people that are doing it have studied drama I I I couldn't take drama drama didn't exist as an exam for me when I was at school so um I think you find that and you find people that are actually doing it and wanting to do it as a living and you'll find people like I watched when I watched the nomads do um Millie. Thoroughly Modern Millie. Yeah. And Kate, is it Kate Lee? Kate Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's so funny. Oh mm. my God. I mean, she was amazing. And then you read in the programme that she studied it and it all makes sense, doesn't it? Mm. Back in the day, it was just the local people. And although I think we put on some really great shows, the talent that's that you youngsters <laughs> exude is, 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 is fantastic. Do you think in uh, in some way that like... Say, for example, someone that hasn't trained or doesn't really isn't isn't fantastic, but really enjoys it and really wants a part goes goes for that part and then obviously doesn't get it. Do you think it's a shame that someone else will get it that's trained in? No, no. My my personal thing is, you know, give it to the best person on the day. But also people are paying money to see a show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you've got to put out the best show that you can mm-hmm. and it's got to be the best person. And I think that, you know, I take my hat off to people that that give it a go, but, you know, you can't just give them the part because they've tried hard. I know that sounds, it sounds mean, but I feel that about lots of things. If people are paying money to see it, you've got to know you're putting on a decent show for those people that are paying. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah true. Yeah. Unless it's community theatre. Although it's, yeah. that's a bit different. Yeah. Um, because it is by that community for that community they come and see it they're going to come and see it no yeah. matter what but we need you know as a group you need to build up a reputation yeah, true. Mm-hmm. i mean the yeah. last few shows that i've seen the nomads do have been absolutely fantastic and their reputation is getting bit better and better and better and you just think yeah i will go and see their next show mm-hmm. and obviously i've been in nmts shows so i haven't been able to say that so um but i think that you know, the more new people, they bring their friends in. And I certainly know that my friends always want to come and see the next thing. They just always want to know what the next thing is because they've enjoyed them all. Yeah, true. Because wow. I'm so amazing. Thanks, cool. Carol. Wonderful. Oh, thank you. No, thank you very much, Carol. Cool. So, ladies, over to you for... News and social. Whoop, whoop. Okay, so we've got Oliver running from the 21st to the 25th of November by the Five Town Theatre Company. It's at the Stoke Repertory Theatre in Staffordshire. Next, we've got uh, Chess the Musical running from also the 21st to the 25th of November by the Potters Bar Theatre Company at Wylots Theatre in Hertfordshire. 
Next we have The Crucible running from the 21st to 25th of November again. It's by the Huntington Drama Club at the Courtroom in Cambridge. Uh, then High School Musical uh, running from the 22nd to the 25th of November by Norbury Theatre in the Norbury Theatre in Worcestershire. I feel like we're getting a bit Christmassy here. There's We've a few panties. Rapunzel and the Tale of Rumpelstiltskin, running from the 25th of November to the 2nd of December by the Johnston Phoenix Theatre Group at the Johnston Town Hall in Renfrewshire. Next, we've got Oklahoma, running from the 28th of November to the 2nd of December by Musical Theatre Salisbury, and that's at the Malt House Lane in Wiltshire. Another Christmas one, we've got Cinderella running from the 28th of November to the 2nd of December by Duns and District Amateur Operatic Society at the Volunteer Hall in Berwickshire. And finally, we've got Pride and Prejudice, running from the 30th of November to the 2nd of December by the Athenaeum Limelight Players at the Athenaeum Centre in Wiltshire. And finally, I'd just like to mention that Footloose is happening and bats at the Haymarket Theatre in Basingstoke. It'll be running on for a week already and I'm pretty sure it's going to be absolutely amazing. So please go see it for the last week. It will finish this Saturday. So please, 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 please go see it because it will be awesome. And Jake's in it. So And good luck. Yes, it should Break be awesome. legs. Wonderful. Thank you very much, ladies. News and social. Whoop, whoop. So, Carol, we yes. always ask our guest a way of saying bye. Goodbye. How would you like to say bye today? Now, I wonder if we can reverse it, Jazz. <laughs> oh. I wonder if we can say that. I'm going to, shall I write the word goodbye on a piece of paper backwards? <laughs> well, it would yeah. be eeba doog. Eeba doog. Eeba doog. Eeba doog. Eeba doog. Eeba doog, Tom. Eeba doog. Okay. Eeba doog. Okay. Ready? Oh. Three, two, one. Eabadook! It's all at podcast. Good night.